with another episode of Coffee Contracts and Cocktails. We're trying to get Molly on screen. She's probably in screen right now. There it is. Molly makes her appearance. Uh, we are your hosts, Jess, Corey, and Pat. And uh, we're going to dive in today. Today's topic, we are talking about a buyer's agency agreement is what it's referenced as here in St. Louis, uh, in Missouri. For all of you listening, not in our area. I don't know what it's called, but <clears throat> it's basically whatever you sign with your buyer's agent. Um, so we're going to talk a little bit about why it's important, things to look at, and stuff like that. So who would like to dive in first? I could go on a rant. Corey, by all means. <clears throat> no, uh, come on, come on, come on, start it off, get it off here. Um, okay, so in St. Louis specifically, it is a great idea to have a buyer's agent uh, on your side when you are looking to purchase a home. Um, and most of the time, a good buyer's agent will have you sign a buyer's agency agreement. Um, the main reason is to protect everyone, agent and client alike, um, because it kind of lays out the responsibilities, what you're supposed to do as an agent, what your clients are supposed to do just to make sure everything goes smoothly and yeah. all that good stuff. Um, but also, it's where we talk about how we as buyer's agents get paid which is a fun conversation to have. It is a fun conversation to have. And it, I know a lot of buyers are hesitant about signing the document. Hell, we even have a client right now who is a real estate lawyer, attorney, mm -hmm. and she always advises her clients not to sign them. And I get it. It's We have had terrific conversations with her about it. Um, I think it's fair <clears> to be skeptical. Absolutely. But I think... If, you're, if you have an agent who's willing to sit down and go over it with you and explain everything, it's a pretty safe thing to sign. Um, I take my time going through it. Um, I've tested it. Yes, tested. I've used some of you as little lab rats, if you will. Hi. <laughs> and I've tested not doing... We've we kind of touched on con, uh, consultations before, um, but not signing buyer's agency agreements and signing them, right? Not signing them... Um, for like a few houses while they're going and you know browsing um, and stuff like that, it just it doesn't help the end game result, which is I'm talking like closing. Like it, like you said, it, we, it goes into how you get paid and everything. It's all part of education, which is huge, which is currently what Corey's going through. So still getting your feet wet, but I mean, if I came to you and you were wanting to buy a house and I said, okay, we're going to sit down and we're going to talk about how I get paid, is that something that would be of interest to you? doesn't sound too, too much like a hot topic. <laughs> um, as long as it's not made about you, the agent, as or as it's made about the, like what your, what it kind of does for the relationship relationship more in effect of than just like like you said like you can't portray it as this is how i'm gonna get paid this is how it's gonna help me it's gotta be like this is how this is just a form and explain just truly what it does just make it very um transparent you know be transparent about it i think it's easier that way got it okay 
And then, so that actually kind of leads us into how we get paid. And yes, whatever we do ours, is that how we do it? Yes, because it is all about you. You, the client, the buyer. But um, we also don't scenario. preface the conversation like that. We say, like, can we have a consultation to educate you on the whole process? Right. Part of it is just covering how we get paid. Correct. So that, like, it all comes together, but that's why it's so beneficial from start to finish to have that first conversation mm -hmm. because we go over so much. Most people don't care how you get paid. Most people, are, they're not going to see it as offensive. I yeah. mean, even in a different form of sales that I work in, right? <laughs> like, they know, they ask, are you commission-based? They don't really care. They, they'll ask because at, typically at the end, they want to make sure you get paid in the right way and the best you can. So as long as you do your job, they're going to do theirs. It's going to... That's fair. Yes. Can you follow in? No, no and I mean, obviously we are commission-based. However, in the buyer's agency agreement, there is a section uh, that some people can fill in um, for a transaction uh, charge, if you will. And it's basically they charge a flat amount. I've seen anywhere from $200 to, I think one time I saw like $650. I've heard of like something around there. <clears throat> Which is astronomical. Because then I've, I've worked for companies that have it as a staple. I understand. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm saying it's a matter of opinion for the agent. I don't want to charge my buyers. They're already forking out a ton of money. Right. And our <clears throat> commission is paid by the seller's agent. So buyer's agents are free to use. Right. Should be should be yet there are agents who still seem to flub it up and i don't know if we talked about it uh last week or not like they kind of why we've come up with all of this stuff about educating is because we've had what a dozen people this year th like 13 or so i'm not trying to make this like oh look at us no we've had like 13 people not use us and then want to us to educate them mm -hmm. and we can't our hands are tied i love you guys I want to help people. That's all. That's why we all got into this. Besides making money, obviously, but you just want to help people. And the best way to help them is to educate them. And their agents aren't educating them, so I know that there are at least a dozen agents. There's a lot more than that out there that aren't educating their buyers. So here we are. Yeah. So the uh, back on topic, off my soapbox rant. Um, the transaction fee. Jesse used to work the transaction to close side of things in real estate. Mm -hmm. So what would that typically cover? The fee itself. Mm -hmm. um, basically just having a third party do your contract to close paperwork. Whether that's in-house or out-of-house? Like yes. done by people's team or people hire out for a transaction coordinator? Yeah, okay, that's fair. So when I say third party, it could be a okay. third party on a real estate team or somebody who only provides that service. Yep. Um, and really all they do, it, I don't want to minimize it because I did spend several years doing that. Sure. Um, they make sure the paperwork is fully completed. They make sure that it gets submitted to the title company, the lender, the co-agent. All the parties are involved. Everybody is fully informed. Um, everything stays on time, correct, all that good stuff. It's basically just having essentially an assistant to make sure all the back-end stuff is taken care of so you as an agent can continue to negotiate and have showings and communicate with other agents and other clients and everything effectively. 
Yep, that, that is spot on. I mean, I obviously know, <clears throat> and we don't charge that just because we don't, well, it's not really fair because I have you in a, uh, I mean, I do my paperwork. I do do some paperwork. Oh. You cross my eyes, dot my T's, and do a lot more besides all of that. Well, we can so, tag team it. <clears throat> right. And I'm licensed so that I can have all of the conversations I need to have with clients and other agents and all that good stuff, too. Right. And so that's the transaction fees. It, if your agent charges it, it's fine. If you're an agent and you charge it, it's fine. I don't, you know, again, there's no right or wrong. It's your preference. I prefer not to charge people because they're already paying an arm and a leg. I say that, I mean, you're buying the most expensive asset probably of your life. So, yeah, it's going to be expensive to mm -hmm. do so, but whatever. Uh, and then what it kind of moves into... Um, the main, like, other part of the buyer's agency, I think, that freaks people out is the part where it, like, protects the agent. Mm where it says, um, if we as agents introduce you to a property uh, that you wind up purchasing, but purchase it without us as your agents, you still owe us commission. I don't like it. <laughs> the whole time frame thing, which, yeah. it, so it, what Jess is talking about is um, there's well a couple of different sections in there, really, that ties you in. Yeah, <clears throat> that first um, page, though, is the worst. The first page is... Quote, unquote, the worst, I will, yeah. So it's like, oh, you know, if I showed you, I mean, I can put in there residential real estate in Missouri, mm -hmm. and that would cover literally anything, anything in the state of Missouri, because that's where I'm licensed. That's where we're all licensed. But um, seriously, Molly? Molly is, for those of you listening and just about to step up on the table. Yep, help yourself. Um, and so we're, you sign that, and then it could be, you know, it could be 90 days, it could be 120 days, it could be 180 days. Um, I put zero, and I always tell people, if I do my job correctly, this won't matter, because you're not gonna fire me, and if you want to fire me, why in the hell would I force somebody to keep a contract with me? Like, agents, if you're scared about clients leaving you, you probably shouldn't take them on as clients. Find somebody else, if they're not a personality match, I've done it. Yeah. I found somebody who I'm like, there's no way there's a better agent for you. And here's their name and number. Um, and they actually called this agent. I won't say who it was. Mm -hmm. uh, they called the agent. The agent applied for the job, said thank you very much. And <clears throat> that was that, you know. Um, uh, yeah. But we also tell our clients, buyers or sellers, that you can fire us at any time. Like, we do sign all this paperwork that says, like, we're representing you and whatever. But mm -hmm. at the end of the day, if we're not a good match for our clients or something happens where we shouldn't be working together anymore, we just allow everyone to part ways. Like, it's actually only ever happened, like, once or twice. But, like, we don't punish people mm -hmm. for something like that. And we literally say, like, we won't hold you to anything. Like, if you just want to part ways as friends, like, let's do it and be done. Like, yep. I, we're not, we're not going to sue civilians <laughs> to get a commission that we think we're entitled to. Like, that's, that's what the paperwork says we can do, but right. we're not going to. <laughs> I've fired people and I have been fired and it'll continue to happen. And that's totally fine because, like you said, it's all about them 
I'm not tied to the outcome mm. of the paycheck. So, um, oh man, I was going to hit on something. Turning 30 is hard. Your brain. I know. Um, He's a dinosaur. Yeah, well. <laughs> I'm a dinosaur. Good one. That was a good one. Um, um, but as an agent, like, when you have this conversation, it should kind of sorry. go like this. Like, it should just it should. be a casual conversation explaining how we all come together, how we all work together, how it goes about. And then not dwelling on it, kind of then launching into an educational conversation on how the home buying process goes. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. I saw your no, light bulb. It, yeah. It's if um, a lot of people are confused because I've heard from a number of people, not just the people who haven't used us before, but more than that, people have said, oh, um, I can't not work with my agent because I have, I, the buyer, has to pay them money, which is not true. Mm. Not true at all. <clears throat> the, the buyer's agency agreement has no teeth mm -hmm. to it. There are no repercussions for you firing your agent. Yeah. So, I mean, buyers just know that, like, if you're not happy, give your agent a shot. Tell them what's going on. Yeah. Agents, you should be talking to your clients and making sure that they're okay. Like, if your client wants to see a house, you should at least be responding to them. Like, even if it doesn't work in your schedule yeah. or there's a million other reasons <clears throat> why maybe that particular showing they want to go on isn't a good idea, respond to them. You know, I think sometimes it's that people don't have the buyer's agency agreement signed, so they can't ask Well, they can. You can always ask the listing agent to show the home. Mm. Always. You can do it. You can do it. I... She I've had like to do. It. She doesn't like it. I know you don't like it. I've had to do it before because, um, like, whenever I was with my dad, my dad was out of town one time. I couldn't, and I knew that this house was go it was going to go in a matter of hours. And my buyers were like, "We can go see it." It's like, perfect. I can't. I have nobody else I can call because I know everybody else is busy, or I've texted the people that I needed to. So we have to call the agent. So it's just that I'm okay with, but like the buyer's agency still covers you right. because you've had that conversation with your clients. But on if the this isn't signed. Well, yeah, but on the flip side of that, like there's buyers out there that think that they'll get a better deal if they just call the listing agent directly. Which is so not true. If an agent tells you that, uh, that's, to me, that's red flags. I don't like it at that's all. That's red flag. That's like, I think that's really towing the line on mm, a lot of things. Um, I mean, I don't go out there and say, oh, hey, I can get you a really good deal if you use me, like, because I can make this stuff happen. Can you, though? And then right. it gets into dual agency. There's no, and we've talked about this last week, there's no way that you can be 100% fighting for both sides. We did not talk about that last week. No? Okay, it's just been in another rant. So, um, <laughs> We can talk about it in the future. <laughs> we can talk about it in the future. So, um, it, just to kind of recap, I guess, because um, we're running up on that 15-minute mark, uh, a buyer's agency typically comes during the consultation. If your agent does not have a consultation, ask for one. Ask. Ask them to educate you because... Buying a home is stressful. And if you don't know what's going on, it's even worse. I, I've been in it. We've been in it for, f God, almost five years now. Mm -hmm. How much has changed in five years? Mm -hmm. Think about year one. Year one to year two. That's whenever TRID came out. And they were redoing TRID. It, which is a whole nother thing that you guys probably don't want to know about. They don't, but 
there's so many things that change from year to year. The contract itself just changed. Again. Again. <laughs> I think it's great now. Um, it's a lot better than what it used to be, a lot more clear. But um, yeah, so have the consultation, the buyer's agency agreement, a talk with your talk with your representative. If they charge you the fee, ask about it. Just ask them what it's for. Um, you know, I structure my finances differently than other people, so I factor that into stuff. So, I mean, everybody's different. Um, and then, uh, what do we have here? Yeah, the consultation, the agency, and the response. Oh, yeah, this responsiveness. Yeah. Just know that you as a buyer should have your own representation at the mm -hmm. end of the day. It will only benefit you. It shouldn't cost you. Mm -hmm. And it's something that more people, I think, should realize and just ask questions about. If you don't understand any part of anything, send a message to your trusted realtor and say, where do I start? Mm -hmm. it, kind of, it just kind of comes off as like education and experience over like the ego of whoever you're working with, like somebody not Ooh. trying to come in and talk Ooh. about like them, they, the agents coming in not um, parading, shall you say, as if they know and that they're going to deliver certain things that they maybe can't. Um, but like that talk, I feel like should just be like just plain educational and experience. Like let them share the experience that they have of dealing with things in the past that may help you with their educational spin on it as a professional rather than them come in with a sign this because it helps me sort of thing. I like him. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Yay. It's like you've been around real estate for a little bit or you actually just have half a brain and can actually think just, and reason. You know, treat people like their people. Oh, treat people like their people and quit treating them like paychecks. It's awesome. What a great way to end the show. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. We'll be back next Friday with another episode. Who knows what we're going to talk about then. We will probably maybe drop a little nugget uh, this week about what it is that we're going to be talking about. Who knows? Not really sure. Don't know. So uh, have a good one, and we will catch up with you guys next time.